This is James Carney, creator of The Unseen Hour, which is a surreal, absurd, horror comedy anthology show. This is an extract from episode 31, A Midsummer Nightmare. Thank you for listening. The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. Shut your eyes, stop your ears, and dream of things in shape so strange, in manner wild, of spirits hidden, ever playing tricks, of damp and scaly creatures from the deep, such evil sprites that slouch beyond our sight and tamper with our daily lives with tricks and pranks to trip and lay us low when we, blind with pride, approach the unseen hour. When work is done, or leastways laid aside, we oft beguile the idle day with games, with foolish larks and topsy-turvy japes. But stranger powers love to skylark too, for their amusement meddle in affairs of mortals, fold our lives to their conceit, as now a king and queen from inky depths, risen to briny Quelmouth's sullen streets. At last, Queen Perch is free of overbearing, entitled, childish, petty Lord Grick, king of the dingy ocean, free to pass a pleasant day mingling with mortal humans up here on land. Oh, damn, here comes one. That is my lord's minion, small red crab. Folks, herald to the murky king. Yep, that's me, hello! Mischievous ocean spirit and phantom trickster, loyal standard bearer to King Grick, the dark ocean trenches, and also crustacean choir master and band leader for His Majesty's musical events as it happens. A little bit about me there, in case you were wondering. Accompanied as ever by my counterpart, is Madge's other servant, Featherstone, who is currently manifesting as a sort of grotesque fish bird. Watch your queen perch. Oh no, if you're here, that means... Yes, my love, that's right. I, the ocean's mighty king, Grick, have deigned to set my webbed foot upon dry land all for the sake of you. I have come to comfort you, sweet queen, and forgive your rebel outburst. You're forgiving me? I know, I know, I'm generous to a fault, my dear, but you see... I have a soft spot for you. This is why we argued so before. You pompous, condescending ass! My love! Oh, she is headstrong, willful. One might say even she is bossy and hysterical. (laughs) If one wanted a slap. What? Nothing, my lord. She'll come back to me, you'll see, won't she? Featherstone, sweet Chuck, tell me how to make her once again return to me. Well, you could identify the behaviour that antagonised her in the first place, listen to her concerns and make appropriate changes with assurances... Pranks! We'll play tricks on her and, until she thinks that she's gone mad and needs you to take care of her. <laughs> yes, perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or we gaslight her. Yeah, great. Great. Then off you go, my pretties. Fly and weave your devious magic. Win me back, my queen. All right. Still think straightforward dialogue and genuine apology will be a quicker and healthier way to resolve Quiet. it. Here comes our human man. Always the best raw materials for our sport. Ah, here I am, finally. <laughs> I've just, it's a good crowd tonight, isn't it? I've just been having my breakfast of an all-black pudding fry-up and squeezing into my tweeds and my trochies. And now I am almost ready for the very active and central role I will play in today's proceedings with lots of lines. Because today is Carnival Day! And I shall be leading a troupe of local amateurs in a theatrical endeavor, a play never before performed, so far as anyone living knows, a mysterious play known only as the overwhelming operatic entertainment of E. Pulithletek and Oilet of the Outer Oubliette. Ooh-ee-oo. <laughs> now, I have only to put on my shoes, and I shall be ready to star in this show. Here I go, crossing the room to where my shoes are. Let's nab him! Quick! Put him to sleep. Right you are! Sleep, mortal! Oh, the tinkling chimes. <laughs> I'm suddenly drowsy. <laughs> oh. Now let's move him to somewhere Queen Perch will find him. Ha! Classic fairy prank. Make her fall in love with a lunk. Yeah, seems appropriately counterintuitive. Yeah, let's carry him to the town square. Grab his feet. We'll lift him onto this monologue. for me, actually. That Stephen King fucker. <laughs> Stupid fucking clown. He ruined it for all of us. I never thought he was all that scary, really. I always thought he was kind of cute. That lovely red balloon, you know. <laughs> Saw something myself in him, maybe. Well, but also the main thing about him that makes him actually not properly actually scary is like, duh, he's not actually real. <laughs> But I am. I know I am, because they've been pointing at me my whole life. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I can't go anywhere without them looking and pointing and whispering. Behind hands, whispering. That's how I know I'm real. Always the looking. Always the laughing. I know you can't see me, and I'm... I am really sorry about that because I've actually put in quite an effort today as it goes. Today I am ready to be looked at. I've designed myself for your amusement and delight. I'll paint you the picture. My hair today is blue, blue, electric blue. Sticking out in two big points. One on the left, one on the right side of my head and a smaller one up top pointing right straight up to heaven. I'm wearing a fluorescent pink ruff around my neck, which sits elegantly, if a little ostentatiously, above my shoulders. My suit is black and white spotted, all in one, all bagged out around me, but nipped in tight at ankles and wrists, held in place there by more ruffs, more pink. 
My shoes are around twice the size of my normal feet, naturally, and a petrol green shiny. Beautiful. My face painted white. My mouth a sad, sad, upside-down smile. My eyes with black tears spilling from them and down my face. My nose topped off with another one. Red, round, squishy. I'm ever so sorry you can't see me, but you can feel me. Feel my breath on the back of your neck. You can feel that, at least, which is something. My red-gloved fingers, you can feel as I almost touch your face. Almost, almost touch. People used to say when they looked at me, and even behind hands I could hear, people would say I was funny-looking, and look, like, I level with you. They weren't none of them wrong. <laughs> Started out a child made of all angles and hooks, became a girl made out of sticks and stones, and then a woman, pieced together from offcuts. <laughs> I have always been, yeah, all right, funny looking just about covers it. <laughs> so I thought, you know, maybe capitalise on that. Play to your strengths, be funny, make them laugh, make them laugh. And they're laughing at you anyway, how hard can it be? How hard can it... Well, you're not laughing, are ya? <laughs> Admittedly, possibly, the blindfolds are impeding your enjoyment of my, you know, act. <laughs> and could be the restraints are a little uncomfortable. But I can't have you taken off the blindfolds now, can I? I just don't want you to ruin the surprise for yourselves, the big reveal, the grand finale. But like, okay, so, but spoiler alert, it's gonna get real messy. <laughs> you know, I do all the same things as the boys. No pratfalls, squirty flowers, cram myself into a tiny car and pop out the other side. Trip over my own feet, fall hopelessly in love, head over heels into the sawdust, but nothing. Not a fucking thing, not a titter, not a bit. Well, you know, just, girls just aren't that funny, they say. Girls, okay, right, just aren't funny. <laughs> All my life they've been laughing at me, you see? All my funny little life. And but now, when I want you to laugh, when I get twatted out with planks of wood and felt up by an elephant's truck, tell me I'm not funny. <laughs> it's the plank that gets the laugh and the elephant gets the... And then to top it all off, you're scared of us now. Some pennywise dickhead comes along and you're all, what, suddenly with a stuff of nightmares? Make them roar, make them scream. Well, okay then, okay. You want nightmares? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up, step right up. Entrance is free, but you understand, you'll be paying dearly to leave. Oh, yes, for your entertainment, for your nightmares, for one night only, I am proud to present your last night on earth. All I want is to make you people laugh. He's laughing now. Fair. 
butts our stupid, heavy human in place. Now, before the Queen happens by, as she surely will, I will fly swifter than panic around about the world to bring back the rare fungus whose spores make all living things dream of love. Off I go! <laughs> well, there she goes. So, I'll just, uh, I'll wait here then. Keep an eye on this fella. Maybe just a bit of uh, transfiguration magic can make him look a little bit weirder. <laughs> if I just sprinkle a bit of salt water and... Uh... Uh, now he's got a fish head, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> head of a fish. Well, back to waiting. Oh, here comes the Queen already! Oh, scuttle away! Oh, hurry up, Featherstone! Don't let the bottom feeders get you down. Imogen, you are a queen. A queen! You need them not. Enjoy this carnival. A day among the mortals, just... What's this? A napping human? Oh, no! <laughs> but such a slimy, scaly head he has. Such bulbous and protruding glassy eyes, such gaping lips and flapping gills, such beauty. <laughs> wake, awake, oh, thou beauteous manfish, wake! Hmm? Ah, wh wh what? Oh, oh, I, I must have dozed off. Where are my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> A beautiful mermaid, or sea virgin. <laughs> my head feels weird. Where are my shoes? Take heart, my love, and I will care for you. Lie back and rest. I'll run my fingers through your preopercle spines. My what? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I should really put my shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> 